It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. Net income helps you get the most revenue using various streams of income. More money, more money, more money. Now, join your host as we bring on the blink. Jeremy Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. What's up? This is the July 18th edition of Net Income. I'm your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, also known as Shoe Money. And uh, today on the show... We're going to have Chris Jones again. He was on last week, and uh, a lot of times we get a lot of comments after the show, some good, some bad, but this time after last week we got a lot of questions, which was mostly how do we get started in pay-per-click, you know, what do you recommend to somebody with a, such a limited budget? So this week we, we brought him back on, and we're going to cover that and uh, hopefully have a few good tips for people looking to get started. But first, um, we're going to bring on Barry Schwartz and have our Money Minute. Barry. Yes, hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, good. I know How's you're the, kid? uh, the kid's great. I, uh, I know you're a little pressed for time today, and hopefully we got started on time for you. So Yeah, I appreciate um, it. All right, so I'll just get started then. All right, great. So for the first thing we have here um, that I have on my list are the scrapers. Um, how there's reports in, at Webmaster World that the scrapers are pretty much reborn, and the made-for-ad-sense sites, are taking a hit in Google. What that means is basically made-for-adsense sites are, have, are less content-driven, um, and the scraper sites have more content. So when Google implemented this whole quality score system, which I'm sure you talked about last week, uh, it looked at the landing pages and saw that these made-for-adsense sites are less content-driven and put those down, you know, in the, in the, gave them a lower quality score. And up came these scraper sites, which have more content and less ads in your face, um, and those started to take, you know, to improving the quality score and become the new, I guess, in a sense, made for AdSense sites. Right, and and I think that maybe, um, and I talked to Gray Wolf about this and and David Naylor a little to some extent, and uh, I know Gray Wolf was hit very hard um, with the the new quality of score index, and I was saying, well, man, you know, I'm I'm managing like forty thousand keywords, you know, and still paying less than ten cents a keyword, and my content isn't that great. And for the most part, I just scrape wiki stuff. You know, which is according to their terms of service, you can do that as long as you credit them. So, I do that, and um, they they still do well. Um, so, I, I'm not seeing it. I, it. It's kind of a selective thing, and I, and I think it's a uh, people are really active trying to figure out the algorithm they're using to figure out what is and what isn't. Right. So that would be. Paper, so. Yeah, I'm sure that starts to develop more over the next couple of weeks. Um, the next thing I have on here are um, I don't know if you, you use AdSense a lot, but um, there was one report at Digital Point Forms that um, a hacker went in and changed um, somebody's publisher ID, and that's the ID that determines who gets paid for you know people clicking on your ads or viewing your ads. So just beware right. of those um, scams out there. Um, I, I don't know how. And I only saw one account for this. I'm not sure how widespread it is. I'm not sure if even the guy's telling the truth, but that's the what was posted there. Yeah, I, I saw the ad, and and everybody was like, "Oh, report it to Google, report it to Google." And I said, "Dude, look at your logs and report it to the police because it's not probably a hacker; it's probably somebody you know very well." Um, I'd be really surprised if it was a hacker, but you know, like you say, you know, if if you think something's weird, man, watch out for it because I could see it happening. Right. All right. So the next thing um, that was reported out there was that Google Maps. Um, has been integrated deeper into the Google search results um, in the one-box results. So if you go ahead and do a search 
on you know SF or San Francisco. Um, I forgot the actual things. Uh, San Francisco something, or you could try Rusty Brick Suffer in New York. You'll see what comes up instead of the Google local results where it shows like three um, listings. It would actually bring up an actual map from Google Maps itself, and it will take up a large amount of the screen real estate, which is pretty significant if you are optimized. Um, for the local results. I'm not really sure exactly how people got in there. They might have submitted themselves to the Google Local, which I've done in the past, or they also might have submitted an AdWords local you know, listing. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, I mean, it comes up for a lot. You guys will type in web design stuff for New York, you'll see it come up, um, and you'll see different you know, different results. Um, so yeah, I'll have to look and see if I come up for anything with that. Because I, I did my thing with Google Local and stuff, and uh, maybe, they're, maybe they're really starting to... Uh, Integrate local and maps and search all together. So, right. So I'm going to post a link of that right now. How you can see it because people are asking in the chat room. Yeah, good. All right. Next thing is um, with uh, no ODP tag. A lot of people are very, very into this no ODP tag. Uh, Microsoft for MSN Search launched um, the support for the no ODP tag um, a while back, and then Google went ahead and supported that. So basically, what this means is I don't know if you ever seen the results where in the Google search results this has a title that doesn't match the actual title tag of that page. And a lot of people are upset about that because, you know, if, you tw- if, if ODP gives you a title that doesn't make sense or is very um, un-click friendly, what, you could do, what it happens is your click-through rate is lower than the sites around you. So um, this gives you the ability to say, you know, Google, I don't want you to use the ODP description or title, and it will basically give you the ability to actually improve your click-through rate from your Google organic results um, because you can go ahead and tweak that title so you can actually have a, a higher click-through rate title and people will more likely click on you. And it could be huge, big time huge for anybody who has um, um, a bad ODP title right now. Yeah, I, I don't really like my ODP title, but I've never seen it used over my meta title that I'm using. So I, I haven't implemented the tag. I mean, do you, do you see a lot of people's title coming up uh, over what they currently have set? Yeah, recently, I mean, the past few months, I've seen a lot of people complain on the forums about why is my title not matching my title tag? And then people say, yeah, mm-hmm. because that, that's ODP. You know, that's the DMOS directory working for you. And now, you know, my, I, mean, I like how Google went ahead and they said, all right, we're not going to worry about people thinking we're copycats or anything because a lot of people think that, you know, oh, Microsoft came out with it. Why are you doing that? So right, it's right. a great move by, by Google. They care about this. This is a great move. I just, you know, I'm very happy for it, for well, everybody good. about this. I could see how it would be irritating if, if your title, because my title in DMOZ isn't what I would want to be displayed, so I'll probably go ahead and throw this on there. All right, so the, the last things uh, we got about the uh, Yahoo warns publishers to remove the, the uh, images, huh? Yeah, it's really big. You were big into that, um, where you, yeah, built actual, you built a script that actually generates relevant images, and what was thought of in the past was that Yahoo allowed images next to ads as long as they were relevant. Um, Yahoo sent me an email a few weeks ago saying, no, uh, we're going to take a stance on this and not allow it. And now I see in the forums that people are actually getting direct emails from the Yahoo people saying, remove the images next to your ad that have to be clearly separated from the ads in order to not you know, you know, affect any you know, click-through rate. Yeah, this is really interesting. I was talking to my representative, and she, was, and she had told me, you know, yeah, it looks great. Um, you know, when I, when I went with it, I think that it might be on kind of a case-by-case basis, but, I mean, obviously anybody listening out there, always contact your representative before, you know, doing what you read in the forums or whatever because 
Um, I mean, it's good to to be always uh, word to the wise, but I mean, just contact your rep and just ask for permission and, and ask if what you're doing is okay because you don't want to get banned. So, right, that's great advice. Well, thank you very yeah. much. And well, thanks um, for coming I, on. Yeah, good luck with the rest of the show. I appreciate it. Awesome. Take care, Barry. All right, that's Barry Schwartz um, from uh, SE Roundtable, and he's always got his eye on all the search engine forms around the net. So what we're going to do now is take our first break, and then when we come back, we'll have Chris Jones from Pepper Jam Search on with us again. So let's go ahead and let the sponsors roll. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. Tracks, all new version six. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes: Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk: you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future. Into a fortune. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well written, informative content. High quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely. King. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. How do you choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Com. More than a name. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the blink, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Net Income. Um, last week, we had Chris Jones from PepperJamSearch.com. And uh, it was a very entertaining show, and, and it went very fast. And we had a lot of questions, a lot of good questions, but we didn't get to cover some of the things we wanted to. Plus, we got so many questions from last week that were emailed to me that um, I asked Chris to come back on again. He's with us. Welcome back, Chris. Shoe money. Thank you. Hey. And uh, just to let people know in the chat room, we are live. So uh, some people were wondering if maybe this was a, a tape show. Nope. It's live. So, Somebody, I have, I have um, a question for you. What yes. are you? Is that in your intro? Is that your voice on the mo money, mo money, mo money? No. Is that you? No, it's not me. But <laughs> okay. uh, it's it's very creative. The guys at Webmaster 
radio there uh, came up with that. And um, I don't know, they just, you know, when they were working on my intro, they threw it together, and, and it was the first thing they came up with, and I loved it. So we went with it. <laughs> cool. I love um, it, too. Yeah. So welcome back. Uh, again, like I say, last week, um, you know, we, we covered a lot, and, you know, when we're talking about this stuff, time just seems to fly, and it yeah. sure flew by last week. So um, there were a couple things we wanted to talk about, but we got I got so many questions, uh, mostly, um, so I was just going to kind of fire some at you uh, here. Um, okay, let's do it. You know, mostly, mostly a lot of people wanted to know, and, and I get this question all the time, and so I thought, you know, this would be a great opportunity for me to ask somebody. If you had, and we're mostly talking about pay-per-click search and, and arbitrage and, and affiliates and stuff like that, and those that listened to last week's show, if you haven't yet, download it and listen to it first before you listen. But um, so to go on that, a lot of people emailed me and said, you know, hey, I've only got $100, I've only got $1,000, to devote to something like this, how do I get started? So I'm going to throw that question at you. You know, let's say you only have a hundred dollars and and you don't have a big background. I'm just going to shut up and I'm going to let you kind of go with that. Uh, well, I mean, I actually, you know, back in 1999 when I got started in this industry, I didn't have much more than that to start. You know, uh, what I did is what I did have at that at that time though was uh, I had credit um, in the form of credit cards. So, so I really utilized uh, those credit cards. But let's assume that the that you only have a thousand dollars to start. I don't think that's a bad place to start. You're not putting a ton uh, of money at risk. But I would suggest you know you could go the traditional affiliate network route. Uh, you know, the Commission Junction, Link Share, Performix route. But I would also, uh, you know, if, if you're on a fixed budget, I would say that, you know, going on one of the ad networks and running some tests on some of the offers that they have, uh, in particular, I would recommend either Azugal or CPA Empire as, as really a good place to start. They're the real big players in the, in the ad network space. Uh, but, you know, you go in there, you... If, let, let me let me encourage you know your listeners to do this. Take the time in the beginning to do the due diligence and to see what kind of offers are out there. Um, you know, read the different boards out there and see what other people are doing well with. But once you get uh, you know got to sign up for Azugal or, or CPA Empire or both of them, see what kind of offers are hot. I could tell you just as a from some, you know, from some inside experience. Obviously, shoe money. You've mentioned that ringtones are hot. It's a competitive space, uh, but there is money still to be made. I think if you have a thousand dollars or a couple of hundred dollars, I think you could start in that space. I'd recommend Azugal, really, as the uh, the platform to go with there. But there's a number of other really hot uh, offers on Azugal and, and CPA Empire. I would say uh, dating would be another area uh, that converts really well for for us here at Pepper Jam. Uh, so, so you take that, you sign up, you do the due diligence, and, and see the different offers that are that are that are being offered on there. And then, you know, uh, you, you need to develop a strategy for uh, effectively spending your money. Now, are you going to be? The question is, are you going to be sending traffic directly from the search engine to the actual offer? Or are you going to be creating landing pages? And, and based on the experience we have here at Pepper Jam, I would, I would encourage you to really think about, you know, the listeners to really think about creating landing pages. The cool thing about doing that is you could do a lot of testing. And testing here, I know on your blog you've mentioned, you know, the, even the, a small little 
change in the landing page could equal significant increases in, in revenue. So with the fixed budget, I would recommend going in there and doing some testing, creating some landing pages. Question would be, you know, how do you how do you create landing pages? I don't have a lot of web development experience. You know how I got started? Uh, I had zero web development experience, and I was able to get my hands on a copy of Microsoft Front Page. Now, clearly here at Pepper Jam, we're using more sophisticated web development programs, and, and most of my uh, developers and, and programmers are writing in HTML, but uh, Microsoft Front Page is really a good start. So if you get your hands on a copy of that. Another way, uh, a free way, uh, is, is to sign up to blogger.com or, or wordpress.com, one of the uh, free blogging softwares that are out there, and you could create jump pages that way, and you could also build content uh, around the offers that you're, that you're pushing out there through the search engines through uh, either Blogger or WordPress. Uh, so you know, that's really where you, you want to get started, and then you want to test. You, know? right. uh, you, you want to test, and then once you feel comfortable, you want to test some more. And you want to yep. build up that $1,000 so that you know, you're in a position you know, 30 days from now or so where you're working on a budget of $2,000 and then $5,000. Honestly, that's how I got my start. I remember my first, one of my first commission checks being literally $100. But here's what I thought. I thought, wow, if I could make $100, uh, I knew at that time, this is back, uh, you know, five, six years ago, I knew at that time there were more than 1,000 merchants who had affiliate programs. So I figured, well, if I could make 50 or $100 Per merchant program, per month, you know you're you're talking about a lot of money. So by two thousand late two thousand two thousand one, I was doing that, and in in many cases I was making you know thousands of dollars per merchant. In other cases, I wasn't quite hitting that fifty or hundred dollar target. But you need to you know I started from 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 that small budget. So you have to do it, and you have to do it methodical. Um, do the due diligence. One thing that I don't think anyone could say that I don't do is my research. Doing your research uh, and testing is is what my recommendation would be if if you have a, a fixed budget. Yeah, I I can't agree more. I mean, you you don't have to spend a lot. And even now, as some of the people in the chat room are saying, with some of the engines, they're giving you coupons when you start for like fifty dollars free, hundred dollars free, um, in some cases even up to two hundred dollars free on AdWords. To, to start so that, you know, you get signed up and, and it's free money to then gather statistics on. And, you know, you could probably turn that. I, I've actually done this with a few people. Uh, one, is, one is my neighbor. Um, he never, he was, a, he was a real estate agent and w wanted to make a few more extra dollars. I showed him pay-per-click and all he did was he uh, basically scraped a bunch of terms from, and he didn't even, and when I say scrape, most of the times I'm, I'm talking about scripting something out, but he actually went and copied and pasted, you know, all these artist names and song names into um, his campaign, and then he sent the traffic directly to the affiliate. So things that are even I consider a no-no, yet he was able to make um, about, about $100 a day on, you know, spending about $40 a day, so about a $60 profit right out of the gate. And then from there he saw, you know, wow, and then he started trying other programs, and he still kept doing that because he had no web design experience, he had no web hosting experience, and um, he just wanted to jump into it and see. So he started off with a very low budget, 
And, um, and it was actually free money that he started with because it came with his account, and then he used that data to then, you know, uh, build better stuff. And, and you know, we, we talked about cheap ways to get started, and I'm just going to admit, when I first started in pay-per-click, I basically just searched for ringtones. I saw somebody's landing page that was already using a, a similar program I wanted to, and I just stole it. And so I used that for, like, the first day, and I was like, oh, my God, that really works well. And so at that point, then I modified that page, you know, and tweaked it better, you know, to where I thought uh, more people would, would click and, and do some things with it. And then, and then eventually, within a, within a week or so, it was clear to me that, you know, there was a lot in testing. Uh, the landing page was, was really what it was about. And so I paid a, a designer friend of mine to make 15 different landing pages. I paid him $15 a piece, or I'm sorry, $50 a piece, 750 total. And he came up with 15 different designs, which then I just rotated them until I, and then after a week of that data to find out which one converted the best, I went with that page. So, and that, and that didn't cost me much at all to get started, you know, and, and I think that a lot of people in the chat room are saying, you know, be very careful, you know, and that's good advice. Don't go out there and blow a ton of money, you know, right off the bat. You can start with a very low budget, um, you know, you can start with a $10, $20, dollars $5 a day, you know, but, but just do, and even the more analytics you do, you know, it's, it's just the better, and then, and then apply as you, as you make more money. So yeah. it's, there's there's so much money to be made in, in pay-per-click and in arbitrage right now. And, and like I say, I get these emails every day. Everybody says, where do I start? And I, and I always say to them, you know, go through the AdWords training program. Go through the, the Yahoo training program because they're free. And, you know, I mean, I think it only costs money when you actually take the tests. Um, but, I mean, they teach you so much. Okay, so. Yeah, I, I agree much. I agree with you 100%. And, that, and that's pretty much how to get started. Um, I'm kind of just browsing over the, the chat room. Yeah, let, let, let me just let me suggest one, yeah, one yeah. thing as well. And, and <clears throat> you know, hey, listen, it, it is a trial and error process uh, up front. But here's, here's a tip that uh, applies to someone with a $1,000 budget uh, a month or 100000 or a million for that matter, and it's this. Once you... That's why I'm a strong believer in doing research. Once you could perfect a concept that makes you money, you know, take it back to my initial philosophy. If you could, if you could figure out how to make $100 uh, doing one thing, why not try to replicate that 500 or 1,000 times, right? right? So once you figure out, let's just say, you know, uh, let's just use an example of, of ringtone since that, that's obviously, we use that here. Yeah. Um, you know, if if you could produce a hundred dollars for one given artist, why not replicate that with other artists? I'll just here's one of the one of the secrets to to some of the success I've had in ringtones. You know, listen on on Tuesday nights, uh, I, I spend uh, two hours with my mom, who's a huge fan of American Idol. So I thought to myself, you know, why not? you know, see if we could generate some traffic based on some of the American Idol finalists' uh, sure. names. And, and, and I did that, and I can tell you, I, I really, I, ca I cashed out. You know, we, we did really, really well. But then I took that concept, and you could repli replicate that same idea um, in, in, in other areas with ringtones, and you could use that same philosophy whether you're talking about any kind of offer. If, if, you're, pu if you're pushing an offer on Commission Junction uh, that's working, you know, Figure out why it's working, test it, 
and then replicate it. Yep, exactly. And also, it also goes true, um, just to go on more of what you're saying there, if, if something's not working, figure out why it's not working and, um, and find out where the disconnect is and, and learn from that. And I think that some of my biggest um, experiences in, in education in, pe- in pay-per-click and stuff like that was from my failures. Agreed. Um, you know, that, that really taught me, okay, that's definitely not what we want to do. And then it was like, wow, okay, well, that makes sense. You know, and I think a lot of that um, is, is kind of what I want to get into eventually, which is, you know, how to write ads for sure. different search engines, which is uh, I learned so much um, when I started. There's a, there's a few questions in the, in the chat room that are kind of, you know, okay, so you recommend that for a small budget. What do you recommend for a large budget? And uh, I, I can, do you want me to take a crack at that one first there? Or, Go for um, it, yeah. Okay, basically what I would recommend is uh, just sit down and um, if, if you don't have experience, if you've got a large budget, and by large budget, I'm going to say, I know to a large budget to you is millions a month, but I'm just going to say uh, 100000 you know, a month or so, or maybe ten to $100,000. Um, and, and let's say you've you got to sit down, you've got to make, you've got to figure out where you're going to spend it, you know, and, and you're going to do a lot of experimentation. Contact a good web designer. Um, get a good web host because there's nothing more frustrating than sending traffic to a host that isn't up. I mean, that is the worst. Um, and, then, and then just test your different designs. And, and within your designs, run more than one program and give people more than one option to pay you. And I can't express how strongly I feel about that. People make these affiliate landing pages for, like, ringtones, but then they, they uh, basically offer you know, only to Sprint, Verizon, Singular, but not to Nextel or um, these other carriers. And so then the people that don't apply to them are immediately going to close the window. It's a lost sale where, you know, below that you could just simply put, you know, for other offers, click here or, you know, even put AdSense below there or anything that, you know, just doesn't, you just not throw in traffic away. So, yeah. um and, and and you know and then just just analytics invest in analytics and infrastructure with a with a large large budget. So uh, you're you're way more qualified to answer that than I am. But that well, that no, I mean if if we're talking about uh, you know search arbitrage and, and affiliate marketing, you know what 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 we do and where we've grown in that area over the last couple of years is you know we have developed some uh, you know custom analytics and reporting, uh, you know, software. Now, I, I'm not suggesting that you have to hire a team of, of, of software developers like I have to do that, um, but you should really, really, if you're spending, you know, in that $100,000-plus a month range, you really should develop and, and, and try to uh, increase the sophistication of your analytics. So, so for instance, I'll be specific. Uh, you want to make sure if you're working on the traditional affiliate networks that you're using SID tracking, which allows you to track at the keyword level from a search arbitrage standpoint. Also allows you, if we're talking about um, uh, you know link share, uh, it allows you to take it right down to the product level. Uh, Commission Junction unfortunately doesn't offer that yet. Now, you also want to be make you also want to make sure that your um, that, that, you're, that you're, you're comparing apples to oranges. So uh, you, you want to try to bring the reporting down to the keyword level whenever possible. 
you know, by making those kind of decisions, you know, you could take a hundred thousand dollar a month budget, and instead of you know, you know, taking a ten thousand or twenty five thousand dollar a month profit, you could turn that into thirty five or forty thousand dollars. And when you start making you know decisions based on statistics and based on analytics, uh, you know, you you really open up. The ability to 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 get involved in a whole number of other things. I started out as an affiliate in 1999. You know, now I'm the president and CEO of uh, of a full service internet marketing agency, and and you know we work with some of the largest companies in the in the space. So uh, you know, and I did that by being methodical, by constantly trying to be more sophisticated about the way that I develop reporting and the and and, and the way that we develop strategies for for tracking. So you know, that's my yeah. recommend. That's my recommendation. And also, like I said, when, once you figure out that something works, exploit it as much as possible. You know, don't just rest on the fact that you're making you know X number of dollars uh, on a particular offer on one of the ad networks, or you're making X number of dollars on on a particular merchant on Commission Junction or LinkShare. You know, take it. Figure out what why it's working. Uh, test the landing pages like Shoe Money, like you had you had recommended, and then figure out a way of of, of monopolizing, if you will, uh, you know your idea. I, I've the, the people who I've met in this industry, I've met a lot of people who've made a lot more money than I have, and one of the common uh, one of the common commonalities among those those amazing entrepreneurs is that they've been able to take a concept and exploit it, and in many cases we're talking about you know, a, a simple idea that then was exploited, and then you apply testing and you apply analytics, and and uh, before you know it, that person who started out with a thousand dollar budget, aka myself, um, in 1999, all of a sudden does have a multi million dollar monthly budget. So, so anyway, yeah, that's how I feel about that. Yeah, um, we just have some questions. Uh, one says uh, for tracking Zoogle sales. Uh, I guess this is specific to me. It says, do you manually input stuff into a spreadsheet? Um, Zoogle, unfortunately, has, uh, right now, they don't have the best tracking in place. Uh, and it makes it, you really have to almost develop your own tracking system if you want to track yourself down to a ROI level. Now, with MSN AdCenter right now, I'm not doing that much tracking just because AdCenter buys are so cheap that, I'm taking all I can get and throwing it at it. So um, I, I'm not doing the analytics that I should be doing on Azugal Ads, but they're about ready to launch their new reporting system. So I'm pretty excited about that. And um, but, yeah, what, but we, what we do with what we do with with Azugal is all the campaigns that that we create um, use the sub ID tracking that they offer. Right. And uh, you know we've found that to be to be useful. And then in terms of reporting. What we are doing is we're, uh, you know, extrapolating that that data at the sub ID level into, you know, like a a, a CSV or a Microsoft Excel um, a file, and and then and then of course my, you know, then then we're we're you know we're doing reporting at that level and then making decisions at the keyword level based on that sub ID tracking. So you can do it on a Zoogle. It's not, uh, yeah. you know, over the top sophisticated, but. 
you should be if you do have uh, if you're using search arbitrage or, or SEO or whatever else for that matter um, on a Zoogle on LinkShare, on Commission Junction, on Performix, on any of the affiliate networks or on the ad networks, you know, I strongly, strongly recommend you know tracking as finitely as possible. I'll, I'll just say what I do, and and I agree with that. I'm just at this at the present time, I'm not doing my due tracking that I should be. Mm-hmm. What I do do is uh, I have basically broke it down to um, every lead or every time I get a click, I mean, I've, I've looked at my EPC over a six-month period, and I basically have figured that out. I mean, Azugal supplies you with that. So, you know, basically that boils down to on my ringtone ads, I get, a, a, you know, basically a dollar twenty-five EPC. So then what I do is I use Google Analytics, and I assign um, my pass-through code, pass-through meaning when somebody clicks to go to the Azugal landing page, as worth a dollar twenty-five. Okay, so now what that shows me, that shows me specifically what words I'm bidding on and what ROI those are giving me. So that actually is, in terms of volume, that and if you don't have a you know a staff of of X number of people that you know and and you're really focused on volume, which it seems like uh, for the most part you are, especially on MSN, yeah. um, that is that's the best way to go. You're able then you don't get caught caught in the in the the, the details. You know, I, I'm not a big even though I'm a big fan of of due diligence research and and reporting and analytics. I'm not a big fan of, you know, sitting in the conference room or sitting in, in my office for five hours or ten hours and just focused on statistics. I mean, that'll really, uh, you know, slow down your, your creative genius. So, right. You know. The only thing that doesn't give you is specifically what keywords are giving you specifically what ROI. It's just basically, you know, telling you how many clicks this keyword went to the page. You know, it doesn't actually tell you which ones convert, of course. So, so that's, you know, if you can do it with, and, and again, I'm with uh, some of the engines, I'm managing millions of keywords, so, um, you know, I just, it, my Azugal stats would just be a wreck, which I imagine you don't actually ever use Azugal's reporting. You probably just download and do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, for, a quick, for a quick eyeball, you know, when, when we come into the office in the morning, of course, we go straight into Azugal and, and Commission Junction and all the other accounts just to do an eyeball to see to make sure that everything is 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 you know yep. reporting. But 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 you're right. You know when it comes when it comes down to really making decisions, we're doing it at our own sort of custom reporting level. Right, and that, and that's a big thing too. Is I mean you know I've had uh, you know over six months now of seeing where what my numbers should be. So, you know, that's, like you say, an eyeball level, and if something looks weird, you can break it down more than that, and I do that as well, and um, and I think that's important uh, from a site-by-site basis. So, um, wow, time is already already flying by here. We did have uh, a few questions uh, in the in the chat room. Some people will say, you know, what other products do you arbitrage with PBC besides ringtones? I often talk about ringtones because it's, you know, it's my big thing right now, but I, I'm doing also... I'm just starting to dabble with uh, uh, LASIK surgery, you know, teeth whitening. I, I basically, and um, I'm going to let you talk about this because you were talking about, you know, kind yeah. of your goal. And uh, yeah. I, if you could just elaborate on that, that would be. Actually, let's let's go ahead and, and take a break. Okay. And um, I'm getting a notice here. We need to take a break. The time just goes so fast. So let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll touch on that, and then uh, some of the uh, PPC engines and in, in which we like about best. So let's uh, let the sponsors roll. 
stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? Well, what kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. Google AdSense, how do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads, and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types hooker, escort, hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes, one click, great results. Did you know about one out of five visitors are immediately bouncing off your site? Now, monetize this bouncing traffic with StopBounce.com. Log on to StopBounce.com today and discover how easy it is to generate revenue from this previously untapped source. All while enhancing user experience. Earn money for each visitor leaving your site now with StopBounce.com. Turn lost opportunities into found profits. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jeremy Shoemaker. And welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Chris. So we were, uh, we were just starting to get into uh, some of the questions here. And um, the one was, you know, kind of what else do you like to affiliate with? And so um, and we had one time... Uh, privately, you had con- kind of conveyed to me some of your your goal and stuff, and if you just want to elaborate on that, I think that that'd be pretty good. Sure. Uh, you know what we what we initially did is we got when we got involved in the affiliate space is you know we were building out specific landing pages, uh, both merchant pages and product pages, and we were just sending the traffic, arbitraging, and sending the traffic through the pages and onto the onto the merchant. You know, I think I mentioned on your last show that, you know, um, for the most part, I'm a traditional affiliate marketer, which what I mean by that is I've, I've primarily dealt with commission junction, link share, and performance. Uh, you know, the idea of getting involved in the ad networks is something I've only done really within the last, say, eight months or so. But with that said, you know, over the years, we've, you know, we've, we, we grew as an affiliate, and, you know, we've been known as one of the largest PPC uh, affiliates in the world. Uh, you know, in the last couple of years, we've generated, you know, uh, tens of millions, uh, over a hundred million dollars in sales last year. So, so we've done a lot in that space. However, I, I just felt that, you know, we really needed to change the approach that we that we w- that we took. So, we launched a comparison shopping engine. It's actually a comparison shopping blog and. Uh, we launched that about a month ago. Uh, your listeners could check it out at pepperjam.com. 
here was my goal with that site. You know, you know, Google says that you know they want to index the world's information, and they want to index the world's information and make it accessible through search. That's pretty awesome, and that's a huge task. And I and I do believe that they will one day get there. What we set out to do was a, was a little bit different, but it was probably equally ambitious, and that was to create a paid search advertisement for every single product that exists in the e-commerce sphere. So, you know, this comparison engine, you know, has a database of about 15 plus million products. And, you know, our goal is to use arbitrage techniques uh, and to use, you know, one of the things that we have here at Pepper Jam, one of the luxuries is that we have a division of our company uh, who is one of the leading uh, SEM agencies in the country. So, you know, I'm using their skills, uh, the skill set that uh, our search engine marketing managers have and the, and the expertise of my director of search marketing to, uh, to really create this, this sort of taxonomy of paid search ads that relate to the product and the SKU. Um, you know, if that sounds a little bit confusing, maybe I can muddy the water a little bit more. Ultimately, what we want to do is we want to take uh, long tail theory, and we want to focus really on the tail of that theory, and, and we want to create um, paid advertisements just like Shopping.com does, just like Shopzilla does and the other comparison engines at the product level. So you could take that idea and apply it vertically to almost any uh, – you know, any area of e-commerce that you may want to focus on. So some of your listeners may want to just focus on, say, the baby category or on the apparel category or on, um, say, the electronics category. You know, ultimately the opportunity there is limitless. But, you know, building out, uh, developing a strategy and building out a plan to uh, gain some presence both organically, you know, using some search engine optimization techniques, but also through some arbitrage techniques to gain placement on the search engines at the product level. I think it's uh, it, 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 not I don't think. This is one of the goals that Shopping.com and Shopzilla has had over the last couple years, and they've done unbelievably with it. Uh, we believe that you could apply that a similar philosophy to affiliate marketing and search arbitrage, um, you know, again, either vertically or across the entire e-commerce sphere and, you know, really, really do well with it. Do you, uh, do you, do you always re- kind of require a product feed to do that then? or? Yeah, you know, we are using, uh, there's been a lot of advances in the last six months to 12 months in product feed technology. On LinkShare, uh, LinkShare's product feed technology is called the LinkShare, LinkShare Merchandiser Solution. Uh, if you're not involved in that uh, as an affiliate, uh, you really should study up on it and uh, become involved in it. Uh, on Commission Junction, uh, you know they it's you know loosely referred to as basically just you know Commission Junction product feeds and. And I believe there are about 550 or 600 merchants who are participating in in uh, Commission Junction's product feed technology. So, you know, there's uh, almost an unlimited uh, opportunity out there to to sort of harness that technology. So, yeah, we are using product feeds, but uh, you know, there there are different ways of of approaching that. The most sophisticated way clearly is to is to take the entire product feed of a merchant and to either create a vertical website around that 
uh, one website that I know a friend of mine uh, out of South Africa, Vinnie Lingham, has created is, is a shoe website. That's, it's really just a shoe portal. And uh, I don't know how many, you know, hundreds of thousands of different shoe brands, or not shoe brands, but shoes. I know he has hundreds of brands that are within that portal. But you could just, you know, you could just think about the limitless opportunities using search arbitrage and some, some, uh, some search engine optimization strategies uh, to really build a successful affiliate marketing business through, through product feed technology. Yeah, and so uh, is, is there other, um, so you use, obviously you use Zoogle, and, and we just got a, an endorsement from one of the users in the chat room engaged. He's a huge fan of Zoogle, evidently, so uh, he's all excited about it. But, um, mm-hmm. I mean, where, what else do you use to, because uh, I don't think a Zoogle applies, really supplies any sort of data feeds, do they? No, they don't. And, you know, I, I, as early as uh, the, this morning, uh, our our one of our reps at Azugle is a, is a guy by the name of, of Jai. And, you know, we were talking to him uh, this morning, and, and we were talking about that very issue. So the answer is no. It's, you know, the question was, you know, what are some of the, some of the strategies we're using? One of them, as an affiliate, we're harnessing product feed technology on the major affiliate networks, Commission Junction, LinkShare, and Performance. Okay. Now, no, when it comes to ad networks is a, is a different, is, you know, we approach ad networks differently because, uh, with ad networks, very often an offer will only last for a given period of time. That's why you know, I believe in exploiting that offer as, as, as much as possible. So either creating a blog around a particular offer, whether it's a dating offer or a real estate offer or a ringtone offer, uh, a, a colon cleansing offer, um, you know, there's a lot of different really, you know, uh, really great offers on the on the ad networks. So, so you either could create a blog around it and begin, you know, uh, generating content so you get you could get ranked organically. And then at the same time, what we do is, you know, we develop, we strategically develop, you know, PPC campaigns around those uh, those offers. So we don't have the product feeds, but you know, to get around that, you know, you create a really good landing page, uh, or you create a blog. That's one of the techniques we're using right now, um, which we've found you know converts really, really well. Uh, so so you, you approach it a little bit differently with the ad networks. But you know, when I was just at Affiliate Summit last week, one of the things I said when I was speaking on on a panel was that you know, ad networks are here. You know they're here to stay. I believe that there will be some consolidation among some of the bigger players, but there's a lot of money to be made uh, as an affiliate on these ad networks, and I think that the ad networks uh, are just inherently aggressive. So they want to give affiliates really aggressive offers. So um, mm-hmm. you know, it's as you know, you know, you blog about it all the time. You know, the, the amount yeah. of money, the amount of money to be made is is awesome. Yeah, I, I'm always just astounded at you know just just how how much is out there and and just how easy it is for people to get started and and like people are saying at the chat room, you just you just have to use some discretion and you know it, you just treat it like you know I almost treat it like it's entertainment you know and it's money that is like spent for entertainment uh, you know if I lose it I learn something or it's like an educational fee you know sure. um, I mean and it's just because. I got started in it with some extra capital that I had, and and it's just it's turned into a pretty big portion of my current income. 
So um, if ringtones die tomorrow, I'm still okay. But, you know, I mean, while they're here, I'm, I'm in it. You know, I'm in it. So um, let's talk a little bit about um, – we want to talk about, you know, some of the ways to drive traffic. And, you know, and we, we have many engines here to talk about. But one of the things we talked about earlier I think our listeners would really be interested in is uh, you talked about some of the, I call it unconventional uh, ways to advertise with the PPC engines, but it's basically like you can buy print ads and video ads and stuff like that through Google. And you're one of the only people I know of that's actually done that. And I was hoping you could talk about that and your experiences uh, with that. Yeah, we got offered the opportunity to get involved in Google, the, the beta of Google Print. And now, before I tell you the story, you know, obviously they, uh, Google put out a report saying that it, not only in particular with us, but it really wasn't a successful, a successful initiative on their part. But nonetheless, we were able to purchase a quarter-page ad in PC Magazine uh, for the amazing price of $1,000. I mean, that's unheard of. Yeah, that's and amazing. That is unbelievable. And, and, and it was awesome. I mean, I have a copy of the magazine, and, and uh, you know, we, our development team did an amazing job putting that together. But so it cost me $1,000. The distribution of PC Magazine is something ridiculous, like 6-point-some million magazines they print. You know, every single airport, you know, magazine shop has it. You know, every Barnes and Noble, every Borders book. So it was a great opportunity. You know, my you know, when I reflect on that, uh it, it did a number of different things. Obviously from a legitimacy legitimacy standpoint, uh it gave us the opportunity to associate with a great magazine, uh, which I enjoy. But uh you know, from a branding standpoint it was awesome. You know, when you get into offline advertising and Google Google's also uh going into beta with uh with uh like a Google radio um uh, you know, advertising as well, which we'll probably beta test as well. But when, you know, the, the thing, there's a, there's a big difference between offline advertising and online advertising. Online advertising, the reason I love search advertising is you're connecting with the consumer when they're in the buying cycle. There's, there's almost no other medium known where you could connect with the consumer who's in the buy cycle. You could purchase a billboard advertisement. You could purchase an advertisement in a magazine or on the radio. But, you know, you, you can't, you can't um, you know, get as in touch with your audience as you can through search marketing. So, it, you know, right. offline advertising, in, in, you know, in summary, I, just, I think it's more about branding. Uh, it's more about eyeballs and, and, and getting your business out there. And Google, through Google Print and Google Radio and some of the other things you're doing, are, are giving those kind of opportunities. So there, there's some of the, the non-conventional things. If some of your listeners may have, if they attend uh, affiliate conferences or search engine marketing conferences, another approach that, that Pepper Jam has taken is when we attend these conferences, we usually send you know, anywhere from five to seven uh, people from our staff to these to these shows, and it you know it's a way that 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 it's you know that we brand ourselves. It's also a way for us to you know take a team of people to to network some of the different things we're doing on our on our management and our consulting side of our business. So um, that's sort of non-conventional, and I think some of the uh, some of the bigger players in the industry have have seen. Uh, how we approach that, and and I've been pulled aside at many of these conferences uh, by people who said, you know, you guys are really aggressive. You guys really, really push the envelope in terms of your confidence level. But you know what? It, you guys are doing a great job. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
And uh, and you know, I'm I'm just now. Uh, I think we talked privately. I uh, I just signed a deal with the the eight time uh, UFC welterweight champion of the world, Matt Hughes. He's going to endorse uh, one of my websites on video, and um, also I'm going to get him in a shoe money shirt and. Um, we might do some silly things, uh, you know, to get, just to get him to endorse some stuff. So I'm pretty excited about that and kind of also – and also uh, a few of his cornermen, I couldn't afford him, but a few of his cornermen are also going to wear um, a shoe money shirt possibly at uh, a few of his fights. So if that's I'm pretty not, excited. If, if, shoe money, if that's not the coolest thing I ever heard, it's definitely one of the coolest things I've ever heard. I'm, pretty, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan, actually, a number of our – uh, members of you know members of the Pepper Jam team here. You know we get together and and we actually go to our CTO's house and uh, and we watch the fights and and I mean it's it's just it's pretty much standing room only. And uh, Matt Hughes clearly is 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 the best I believe. I mean didn't he didn't he just he yeah. just beat he just beat uh, Gracie right? Yeah he did. He just beat the legend. So Un- uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. I can't I can't wait to see see him get involved with with some of the things you're doing. I can't wait to see. Yeah. It. I think it's awesome. So. So he's, I'm lucky he's from my hometown. I have friends uh, that are friends, and, and, you know, and, and they've hooked that up, and he's doing it very, very affordable for me. And, and, and I'm also going to work with him on a few things. So um, that's going to be interesting to me to kind of get out of the realm of just search marketing and, and try to get, you know, just, just for fun to support the, uh, the guy there and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of people that want to talk about, and I really, really want to talk about um, bid shadowing, bid jamming and uh and some of the other stuff there if you don't mind um because yeah. i really want to talk about that before and we got like 10 minutes left now and and okay. so i'll do my i'll do my best they only gave me 10 minutes in uh in new york city at search engine okay. strategies to talk about this uh, earlier in the year uh okay. ultimately you know if if you if you take a look at some of the bid analytics software that's out there in the marketplace uh, you know software like uh keyword max um uh, bid rank and, and, and others, you know, they, they really try to give you some tactical ways of approaching Yahoo. Now, I will suggest that, you know, we all know that Yahoo is going to be changing their platform. However, for the time being, uh, I'll just go over these real quick. You know, bid jamming, uh, we've, as search marketers, we've seen both sides of this coin, both when you're bid jammed. And, and what bid jamming means is that when uh, someone bids one penny below your bid so that you're, in effect, paying uh, a higher price for that position. Uh, uh, Yahoo's rules are uh, that you, know, you pay one, pe- one penny uh, above the person right below you. So if somebody's using that against you, that clearly is a problem. However, strategically, you could use it against your competition, and, uh, and, and many people in the industry have. These bid analytics software, these bid management software, uh, actually allows you to do that automatically. So I, I strongly recommend, uh, you know, your, you know, the affiliate marketers out there who are using search arbitrage and PPC to look into software like like BidRank. It's very inexpensive. Uh, they allow you to bid jam, and, and there's another technique called don't don't jam me, uh, which tries to fight against uh, someone who's who's trying to bid jam you. Another one of the things that uh, that BidRank offers is, and, and one of the techniques we use here is what's called Called bid surfing. Now you uh, may want to find that optimal position in terms of a return on investment, and that position isn't always going to be number one or number two. So what the bid surfing tactic uh, does is it searches for um, you know sort of that sweet spot within the top 
three to five listings where you could get your best volume in combination with return on investment. And then bid shadowing is a real cool technique that my chief operating officer really came up with uh, about eight months or so ago. Um, and bid shadowing is this. Listen, earlier in this in the show, we were talking about about folks who have smaller budgets. You know, in many cases, I'll just use a shoes example. Um, okay. You know, in, in the shoe in the shoe space, Zappos z a p p o s dot com is is the unequivocal leader. Three hundred and some million dollars last year in sales. There are some smaller players out there like shoebuy dot com and others who could use this bid shadowing techniques. Here's what it is: you programmatically through using um, uh, software, you could programmatically say, I want to follow such a merchant, let's just say it's Zappos. Say you're Shubai and you want to follow, follow Zappos through the search results. The assumption is this, that Zappos is putting a whole lot of money into uh, sophisticated software that allows them to you know, maximize their return on investment and get the best bang for their buck. So you know, tactically, you follow them around the search results and you basically reap the rewards of their of all the the, the the money and the resources that they're throwing throwing at their 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 search engine marketing. I would say this though, and 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 this is what I said at, at SES in New York, is that those tactics are awesome and you could use those tactics either by developing your own piece of bid management software using Google and Yahoo's API, but you could also do those by by purchasing um, you know, the license at, at BidRank or KeywordMax. But the most important thing, and this is a little off topic from affiliate marketing, but, but if you're a merchant and you're doing PPC, you know, ROI-based, return on investment-based bidding is everything. You know, you, you know, when, when, you're, when you're developing keyword campaigns and keyword documents and, and, you're, and you're throwing a lot of money into this space, too often what I see is people putting $50,000 a month into uh, an account and intending to spend it regardless of what the ROI is. So using a bid management software that allows you to focus in on a particular CPA or ROAS, CPA being you know, cost per acquisition, ROAS being return on advertising spend, uh, you know, merchants really need to focus in on that, and it's worth the it's worth the money that you would spend on a monthly basis to license this software or to hire someone to develop, um, you know, your own unique custom software. Okay. So, <clears throat> thanks a lot uh, for that. Um, I mean, that is a freaking a lot to get out there in a short amount of time. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm I gonna definitely <laughs> I'm going to definitely listen to that again, um, and I was listening <laughs> to it live. So. I'm going to throw some of these out here and just and just give me just a quick sentence as to what you what you think about them. Uh, cool. just, I'm just going to fire away here. All right, AdBright. AdBright's an awesome opportunity. Contextual advertising network. Uh, you get to cherry pick the websites you want to place your advertisements on. We've used it in both affiliate marketing and we also purchase ads on AdBright for our for some of our major clients. It's an awesome opportunity. It's a good supplement to. Uh, this is an awful long sentence. It's a good supplement to uh, Google, MSN, and Yahoo. All right, AdWords. Uh, AdWords is awesome. I, I would just say, you know, do some research into the site targeting option that Google AdWords has. Play around with the matching options. Uh, day parting is a new tool that Google AdWords offers. I recommend that you do some research on that and, and, and look at your historical data and take advantage of day parting. Uh, Yahoo Search Marketing. 
Yahoo Search Marketing is about to change. Uh, however, I think you should take advantage of its existing platform. You know, purchase BidRank, uh, use some of these bid strategies, bid jamming, bid surfing, and some of the other ones that I mentioned to stay competitive and to be more, you know, sort of nimble than your competition. All right, Miva. Miva, you know, provides uh, sort of a third, fourth, fifth-tier opportunity to capture some more market share. If you're bidding on trademarks or if you're bidding on really specific keywords that have nice search volume, Miva, uh, Lycos, Canoodle, and some of the other small ones uh, provide affiliate marketers with a good opportunity to capture some, some, some all bet small, but some additional market share. Yeah, and the Canoodle was going to be my last one. And Canoodle is a lot like Miva. I would put it below Miva in terms of the ability to generate traffic. Miva, I will mention that it also opens you up to an international uh, audience, which is uh, their European product is, is, is arguably better than their, than their U.S.-based product. So it, it, their European-based product is a company called eSpotting, um, which is under the Miva label, if I'm not mistaken. Miva is a publicly traded company. All right, well, um, one, one last thing. Uh, do you have a, a tip of the day or, or something that you'd like to leave our, our listeners with? Um, we're pretty much wrapped up here. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, take advantage of the tools and the, the tips that, that we mentioned today. I think I'll piggyback on what you said earlier. My uh, tip is to get certified by Google AdWords as a Google AdWords professional. Get certified by Yahoo as a Yahoo Search Marketing Ambassador. Sounds like small stuff, but I will tell you that the advantage that it will give you over your competition isn't even funny. So go ahead and get certified and uh, you know, take advantage of it. It will cost you $50 uh, to take each of the exams, but get certified. Put it up on your website and be proud of it. Yeah, and and I learned I learned so much doing the uh, the AdWords certification. I mean, it just I learned so much, and and I still barely passed. I hate to say that, but I I did. I mean, I studied and studied, and I did it. And boy, I think I'm pretty good, and I barely passed their certification. There's so much to it, and and if you really can learn their tools, you really have an advantage over those that don't know how to do it. Agreed. So um, so that and and I guess one parting thing that I would like to say is just. You know, there's so many affiliate networks out there. There's Azugal, there's CPA Empire, there's, you know, just I could go on and on and on. And from the time uh, me and Chris talked for a minute before the show, and then there's about 20 minutes, and then I did the show, and um, I actually had two different uh, CPA Empire called me and um, a new one called Affiliator.com called me and wanted to know if I, if I would work with them on some stuff. And I'm just saying um, these guys are, are challenging each other for your business, and if you start doing it, you'll start, you know, the more you, and especially if you blog about it and stuff like that, you'll have people fighting for your traffic, giving you better payouts. And, and it's then your duty to, you know, challenge them for a higher payout because and, and, they have it and they can do it. So um, that's kind of my tip of the day is, is just fish, fish with the different uh, affiliates. Shoot, 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 would you do a quick mo' money, mo' money, mo' money with me? Ready? Mo' I'm money, mo' money. Money, right, mo' money. Money, money, money. Right. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, thank you very much for uh, coming on again. It just yeah. flew by again, and, uh, you know, we could talk about this forever. But I really want to encourage people that go to conferences and stuff like that, when you see the Pepper Jam boys, go up and talk to them because they're so approachable. And any question you have, not just on pay-per-click, but just whatever, I mean, they're, they're cool to talk to. So um, thanks, cool, man. I'll see you. On. I'll see you in a couple weeks in, uh, in San Jose, California at yep. SES. Yep, definitely. Thanks again, and, and thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we will see you next week.